Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron Podcast, podcast. P- uh, Pub Chat Edition. So, uh, for the new people here, welcome, hello. Uh, our Pub Chats, which come out on the off weeks from the full-length episodes, are just where we... Um, chit-chat about a we thing. We just chit-chat pub styles. So, like, uh, you know, coffee shop style. Pub style is like the English way of thinking yeah. about it. Coffee shop style is uh, the newer way of thinking about it. I would say the American way, but I mean, the American way was also pubs yes. so yeah uh ain't no tea allowed in this coffee shop um <laughs> but uh yeah so we just kind of like go about this isn't really scripted or scheduled or, or you know or not scheduled but like isn't really scripted or researched or anything like yeah. that um sometimes it's not scheduled hey it's tuesday and whatever man <laughs> uh but uh yeah so business out of the way don't forget to like this video comment below share subscribe ring the bell and do all that kind of stuff we're just gonna get right into it i have no clue what the heck i'm doing uh, so we recently we read this article that you found on National Geographics. Yeah, the article right? is called "Paganism is on the Rise." Here's where to discover its traditions, and then the the second part of the text, you know, the teaser text, yeah. says TikTok is just a hand gesturing vaguely <laughs> everywhere. Here's where to find its traditions, and then it says no, look no, no, no. everywhere no. all the it time says, forever. TikTok speci- specifically hashtag Witch Talk is fueling interest in this spiritual movement. Here's how to immerse yourself in full moon rituals, spell casting, and more. And um, it's a good read. It will be linked I in have the, some in the it, it will be linked in the thing below. If you're on YouTube, so these are on YouTube. If you're not listening to this on YouTube and you're just listening to the podcast network, it'll be linked in the description below on YouTube and on your podcast network. It will be in the details or whatever that's called. It has different names depending on where you, uh, which which podcast network you're listening to. Yeah. Um, also, fair warning: this may be soft gated um, for subscription. You may have to sign up and put in your email for National Ge- Geographic because they do that sometimes. Oh, I just read it without an issue, but that that doesn't mean anything. I guess times a change. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I, I, we're not going to like just go over the article because, yeah, you know, recommended reading, read, read a book. Also, but, you know what we um, don't want to do is those kind of like graphics where you like put up the text on the screen and then you like highlight I'm not, it. I'm not. Oh boy, that sounds not, like a lot of work. No, I'm not going to do any that, of that. No. That is so much work. Also, it's. Yeah, uh, not at all. It's a pretty quick read. It's not like a oh super God, long article. It's, <laughs> it's, I almost printed it out to highlight the stuff that I had like an opinion about. And then I was like, this is like not even a whole page. I can just commit this stuff to memory. Wow. Not a you big almost deal. printed something out? Yeah, to highlight. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Sometimes you gotta be an old person about stuff. It's wild. Uh, sometimes you've gotta boom stuff. I guess, uh, I guess. Coining a term. <laughs> uh, but no, so uh, the, the article is sort of like, so just like quick TLDR, the article is basically like in three parts. Like one, um, like... This is the generalized pa- pa- definition pa- of well, paganism. Pa- pagan practices like used to be a thing in the old days, and then all of a sudden they disappeared. And then in the 60s, they kind of came back for a little bit because of like free love and stuff. And then they, all of a sudden they disappeared again, and like now they're popular again because of TikTok, which is yeah. so wrong and like <laughs> genuinely so offensive to read. And I know that this person is trying to do like a five page essay in like one paragraph, so like forgive and forget, you know? But like, yeah. dude. They yeah. glance. They're just like, we don't know what happened. Paganism just took a back burner. Took a back burner. Do you mean yeah. murdered? Because yeah. I think the words you're looking for are murdered. No, no. It says 
But over time, such deities, they named a few deities, um, Kernanos, Isis, and then Kernanos. and then they just named Druids. Um, and then they said, no deities, just yeah, no guys. Deities. Uh, but over time, gals. such deities faded into myth. The rituals went underground. Okay, when I read this line, all I could think of was that was that point in Fellowship of the Ring, the movie, where Galadriel is like, <laughs> and they were lost over time. And I'm just like, it's not the One Ring, guys. Yeah, it's, come on. It's, it, you know. I'm, <laughs> I think that often we talk about this stuff in this like, oh, like it went underground or it became this whatever. But like, let's be perfectly real here. Um, the spread of like monotheism and the like superpower of Christianity, one hundo pasundo, just murdered all of these traditions. Yeah. Erased some like grade A1 steak sauce uh, uh, fucking sources and like murdered practitioners and like broke the chain of knowledge that had survived thousands of years. N not in all cases, obviously in some cases, uh, Christianity just stole the ideas and then replaced them. And this isn't hate necessarily on Christianity, like as it is modernly, right? Because in any situation, there are bad actors and good actors, right? Just because like Pope, who cares who the 37th was like a bit of a dick about pagans doesn't mean that all Christians are bad people. That is an illogical way to live your life and an entire waste of sunlight, yeah. right? But like that dude was a ass. Pagans were kind of hunted in some places for an amount of time by the spread of Christianity. Uh, and it's not just Christianity because it's like kind of sort of all of the like Judeo-Christian, Islamist, monotheistic, like uber churchy stuff. Um, Christianity is just like the biggest and most successful one at being assholes yeah. about that kind of stuff. Um, look at you old popes. But... Um, <laughs> And, like, all the Crusades. Yeah. But, uh, you know, again, it's sort of like you can be, like, a modern Christian and still, like, appreciate and accept and, like, be cool with pagans existing around you. And you can be a modern Christian and be one of those people. We all know what people I'm talking about. And if that upsets you, you might be one of them. You should probably read your Bible better. Um. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, like, it's... It's upsetting, but I hear it very often, like, like read it very often and hear it very often when talking about, like, the resurgence of paganism. We sort of, like, we sort of, like, brush aside, we sort of, like, zzz away the, like, history of why paganism stopped being so much of a thing. Yeah. And, and I would argue that it's not really even about paganism or heathenry or any specific Celts or Picts or, or the worship of the Tuatha de Danann or, or, the, or the Norse or the Egyptian pantheon. Or, I, I would say it's not even specifically about non-monotheistic, non-Christian uh, or Judeo-Christian um, like destruction, but it is the destruction of texture found in faith. Right. 
I think that the death of texture is the thing that has resulted in like a lot of pagan practices being either completely forgotten about. Cause like, you gotta think iceberg rules, all that we know right now about like pagan and uh, like heathen and like ancient non Judeo-Christian Islamic practices um, are, is, has got to be like a small drop in the water compared to what was actually yeah, lost. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm talking about is that like when we lost the texture, because like we have texture in modern Christianity these days, yeah. you know, in the form that you could be like a Catholic or a Christian or a seventh day Adventist or a Mormon or one of the other ones. Um, but uh, at the same time, <laughs> Even those are like more similar than not similar compared to the old way, as yeah. well as Christianity sort of begot this idea or at least proliferated it to an extreme sense that you need to like one organize in some sort of a like place with some sort of a like fancy man or lady who are doing some sort of a fancy ritual only as opposed to you being able to like do your own shit your own way. And um, like have a doctrine of rules and laws. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and you, and, and like, like, so not only do they want like the, like the locality and control structure to have, they promoted that concept, but they've also promoted this idea that like, like anything you do that doesn't fall into like lore or scripture or like whatever is intrinsically less valuable, which, uh, which I have always disagreed with. I've always believed that like, like, each person has their own practice. And like, when we are all sort of similar, you know, hey, we all recognize that today is the solstice and we're all doing solstice stuff. Well, then we can all get together and do solstice stuff. If my solstice stuff is having a barbecue and a beer and your solstice stuff is doing flower crowns, we can do both. Literally. And so which we do. A description <laughs> of <laughs> like almost every our ritual solstice. We do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, and we do that and we celebrate, you know, we do our blots, our, our, our um, Sabbaths. Sabbath. Man, that, I don't know why. That is the more common word and it is just not inside of my brain. Ever. Whatsoever. Yeah, I have yeah. to call them blots every single time. Our um, 10 listeners know. Yeah, they know. They've been here. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so like we can celebrate the same blot in different ways in the same location, simply with the idea and like focus of like respecting the fact that everybody practices stuff a little differently. And I would even go so far as to argue that like practicing Christians and Catholics probably do something similar, although potentially a bit subconscious, you know, like at, like when I was Catholic and going to church, you know, you've got like fair weather Catholics, you got like holiday Catholics, you got like, um, you know, you've got the like every Sunday Catholics, you got the like, uh, the like three days a week Catholics, you've got like the men's club who are like doing stuff and you've got like, obviously, so there's like different like things that you're doing in the church, but you're all getting together to do the same thing, right? So this idea already pervades like Christianity, um, and all these other faiths, but like as soon as you step outside of the like big stone building that defines you as whatever Christian or something, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing some things. You're making a sacrifice, and it's like, yeah, bro, it's called an incense. It's not dangerous. I mean, unless you're like mad irresponsible, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, um, that, that's one of those things that I mean, I know I'm like blah, 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 about this for a while, but it's one of those things that I see and hear and read and hear on witch talk and stuff like that very often where we sort of like, we sort of faff away, zzz away, like 
the stain of knowledge, the erasure of information, a thing that I value very, very highly, uh, is like data and information. Uh, but like the erasure of information simply because we wanted to remove texture in order to like facilitate control. Well, not us, but them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't talk about that in this article. Not at all. I know. It's not, so not at all. like, dude, I read that, that first. Was just I read like that first bit and was and was just like, this is the thing that I'm gonna be the most upset about. So this is the thing I'm gonna talk about first. Very, very, very angry. Um, I I am of like kind of two minds about this. As article. a historian, um, I th one of the things that it said that was interesting in here also is that there's at least 1.5 million people in the U.S. who identify as pagans, which is up from. 134,000 in 2001. That is a big, that is a big That's a huge thing. number, and, and I'm going to say um, probably a lie. Uh, there's probably the, more than that. The 2000, but, no, no, no. I mean, both numbers, but especially the 2001 number. Um. Well, I mean, it just sort 134,000, bro? I don't. I mean, the I don't, 60s weren't long enough ago. Well, my guy. I mean, I don't know, you know where what I they're mean? getting this info from. Yeah, yeah. So that was an interesting thing. But the Team thing, of the thing about this article is that, like, they take this really broad strokes, like, explain it in two sentences kind of thing for something that is inherently, like, incredibly complex and varying. That's one thing about paganism that I find just fascinating and really I love about um, being a pagan, being a witch, being a heathen, being these things yeah. is that there is so much out there there's so much there's, diversity there's so of much knowledge. diversity of knowledge there's yeah. so many diverse ways that people do their own practices and homogeneity of practice <laughs> yeah there's yeah. so much homogeneity <laughs> um and, and it's difficult to I, I can imagine like i don't know who this author is and i'm not yeah. saying this author did like I, a bang I, up job I, and I was think, like silence i think but, for like, a toilet read article you know those like i don't mean that in a negative way but i mean like um, what's the what's the old way to say that? Uh, uh, Reader's, Re Reader's Digest. Digest. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, like like to to write a like a quickie, like you know it should be read in like fifteen minutes or less. Sort yeah. of like like that kind of like. I know everybody makes shit about the BuzzFeed thing, but that like quick pick article, that BuzzFeed article, I think yeah. of it as like as like um the like toilet read articles, you know, like if you remember those books you used to get in the nineties yes, before yes. we had the internet and cell phones and shit, guys. Remember when we had to fucking read books in the bathroom? Yeah. Um if you're young and you don't know what that is, you lucky, lucky monster. Um, but uh like for having to essentially answer the most complex question imaginable yeah. in like 15 minutes or less bang up job. Yeah. I like I think that this I think that the um that the person who wrote this article uh Christine McIntyre. Yes. Mm. Um I think that they did I I feel like I I feel like they probably got into this thing where they're like, "Okay, I'm going to write this article about this thing." And then started looking into it. It was like, "Oh, this is like way more complex." Like I don't know if this person has any history with with paganism, any association right? Of but like yeah. if, I imagine that they probably Pagan were not um and they got into this and they're like oh this should be pretty simple and then they looked at it and they're like oh no yeah. And they got a little further and they're like, oh, no. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, there's so many things. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then tried to, like, sort of cobble it together. Yeah. So, really, it's not an article about uh, it, 
it's about mo- it's mostly uh, about witch talk. It, yeah, it, it's really clearly. mostly about sort of modern pop culture ways to consume paganism, yeah. right? So it talked about witch talk, and they talked about several in-person festivals. That, is that American they talked Horror about, Story? Yeah. They, they do a, like, you can watch some TV shows, like American Horror Story or some other well, shit. They said, Witches or whatever. Um, and I was just like, or, or yeah, it's like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and American Horror Story and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. And Vikings and Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, popular like, listen, TV shows. Increased interest in the spiritual movement. And then it says, like, where to experience pagan let's, culture. Let's not even pretend and... at all that those shows are succeeding because of increased interest in the spiritual movement. Those shows are succeeding for way different reasons, right? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe some of it, but by and large, <laughs> most of it not. So, yeah. like, it's really kind of a weird article because I feel like this person set out with really high hopes and either it got, like, crazy edited or they wrote the title and then they were like, and this is way too complex because I had, I definitely recently had a moment with this with a with an episode that I was researching where I was like, oh, this will be super simple. And then I started looking into it and I was like, oh, no, this is way more complicated than I could possibly cover in the amount of time that I have to research this. There's no way yeah. that I could do this. So you guys will be seeing that episode um, in the coming Soon. weeks. Um, it is, Soon. it turned into an interesting episode, but like, so that, that like my two minds is this poor person probably had an impossible task to like sum this into like a reader's digest cliff yeah. notes version of something that is like huge and multifaceted. And then part of me was just like, ah. This isn't what paganism is at all. Like, well, th- they but really we're also coming at of... it from the bias of people who like do an immense amount of research into this thing, right? Like, I, I mean, it would be like if you had to write just like a completely non-associated with the idea of paganism comparison in my mind. Yeah, is if you're like, hey. Star Trek is doing really, really good on Paramount Plus right now. Yeah. Let's talk about the resurgence of Star Trek. I mean, you can do it in the 15 minutes or less model of article writing, but you're going to miss like a bunch of shit. Yeah. Right? And that's, again, that's like not at all hate on this because I think that this article is for a trepidatious beginner or somebody who has maybe not even begun their journey and is just like, oh, or I'm feeling really a vibe. Like your or Midwestern aunt or family member that does not really that's just have like, anything. That's just like these people are rising, it. and you're but like, that is trying not, to like not portray in this like devil thing. One of the things at the end is like what to know pagan terms, and they give us a handful of pagan terms, and like I kind of laughed out loud. Yeah. About I mean, these dude, they're, they're they're mad like, like they're they, mad like ag- like again if you were in middle school and assigned the task of making Merriam Webster style definitions of words that your teacher assigned you and you're like, yes, I know this word. I'm going to tell you what it means. And it's like technically you're correct, but also but also not, not like, enough like to one own of these context. definitions is Wiccan, a practitioner often called a witch or a wizard of Wicca, one of the largest modern day nature based pagan religions. So, yes, Wicca exists. And yes, this is a way that you so can define that, that. But it essentially makes it so that anybody who calls themselves a witch or a wizard in this is identified with Wicca, which is definitely not, not the, the case. case. Yeah. Um, but then they also just have some odd things. There are like ISIS. And then um, what is Kemetic? Uh, where was it? It's like comedic witchcraft. And then 
They talk about what the, de oh, Kemetic, a person who follows the beliefs of the ancient Egyptian religion. That is absolutely correct. Where is Hellenism? Uh, an arguably larger um, cross-section. Yeah. At well, least it's just on the, the West Coast. It's just the ones, that, I mean, they're just definitions for like the thing yeah. that they're saying in the article or but whatever. But also like some of these are really great. Like witchcraft, a religious practice involving magic and infinity with nature, usually within a pagan tradition. Not bad. Yeah. Um, everything. Yeah. Also, full moon ceremonies, a ritual event that takes place during a full moon to help release negativity and recharge spiritual and emotional batteries. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. If I that's mean, how I feel, you choose I feel to like do that's, your full moon ceremony. I feel like it's too specific a definition. Yeah. Because, like, your full moon ceremony could be something entirely different than that. But again, like, if you don't know, you don't know, right? We, we always have to remember that as soon as we acquire knowledge, we are no longer capable of really properly understanding, lacking that knowledge again. We remember kind of what it's like to lack that knowledge, but the human brain is... We can it's think about it in like an abstract factory. nature, but not in not like, in any sort of a practical not in any sense. sort of a practical yeah, way. So, so we never know what we we can never understand what it's like to not know a thing that we know, and at the same point, yeah. we can't understand what it's like to know a thing that we don't know because generally you don't know what you don't know. A circularly obvious statement, but meditate on it it's more profound than it seems uh this isn't like my shit by the by um this is just like a bunch of research and data that i've acquired um but so like again it seems like this person they were given they were given their 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 all it'll be linked below give it a read certainly yeah. give it a read, give us a read. i think Tell it's us what you i think, think it's super interesting what do you think what do you disagree with how upset were you that they kind of glanced over their christian thing um yeah so but I mean, then a, a, the the bigger question i think posed by this is do we think that there is like okay so like, like let's just kind of yes no some shit real quick do we think that paganism the overarching umbrella of non-monotheistic well i wouldn't even say non-monotheistic i would say non-standard western judeo-christian well, you could practice. just use the word pagan y yes yeah yeah because yeah, that's what they're saying but it, i think it's it's broader than that um is that on the rise of course. I, absolutely, I of think course so, yes. Um, is it on the rise because of hashtag witch talk? I, no. Uh, I, and, and this, but let, I disagree. Let me, let, let me explain to you why no. No, it is not on the rise because of that. The rate at which it is rising is affected by that. I think that the reason why paganism is on the rise is a social pressure. I think that the rate at which it's growing, just like the rate at which almost all social movements today are growing, is purely because TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of these other things, and TikTok's the biggest one, so that's why that's the one that everybody's focusing on, as well as the one where a lot of voices are being able to share a lot of information in a very, very efficient way, which is why it's like, you know, the thing that's going on with the country right now. Um, but I, I, I think that those are increasing the rate of rise. If it weren't for social media, would we have gone from, we're going to assume the numbers are perfect, 135,000 to 1.5 million in the same amount of time? No, probably not. But I think that TikTok and social media overall is simply acting as a communication superhighway 
with regard to the rate at which it's rising, I think the rise of paganism is certainly not because of and definitely not the fault of social media because that's the way that some people are going to look at it. I think that it's it's really a byproduct of like social pressures with regard to and they mention this in the article very very briefly and I think they do a good job when they do mention it. It's like a lot of young people are real concerned about the fact that like climate change is a problem that a lot of people are like seemingly unconcerned about but we're gonna be here when it's a problem so we should be concerned and like oh like you know you're having these social pressures to like fit into this thing that you don't associate with and that that you you're not a part of uh or you grew up as a part of and it was like not great um, and so they're like leaving, you know, I, I think you hear a lot of stories about people like leaving Christianity, um, and like, oh, like I'm leaving Christianity and I'm finding this path or whatever. Uh, I think that paganism benefits in the same way that everything benefits from social media, uh, with regard to like communication and information availability and things like that. Uh, but I think that we need to kind of understand that it's a social pressure that's what's causing this revolution in paganism in the exact same way that in the 60s, social pressure caused a huge boom in paganism. The difference is that in the 60s, it didn't get to grow as fast. The soil wasn't as rich with data for these pagans to grow because you had to read a book or like find a guy. If you lived well, in like bumfuck nowhere, Tennessee, you, really d- you didn't books. have anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously the 60s was really when any books the motherfuckers was writing yeah. the books, you yeah. know? Well, and so, a lot of these, you know, we've talked on, on a lot of occasions, like a lot of these religions kind of came about then. But like also the thing is, is I like, I think that TikTok plays a, a bigger a bigger piece in this than just saying like oh well if it wasn't for TikTok there would be less I think TikTok adds a lot of agency and adds a lot of availability to the information and yep. like uh, the thing about it is is TikTok right now is just sort of like this weird like TikTok is a place it is an app which talk is a thing I am there um I am trying to get like some videos on there but we got a lot of things happening um and I don't want to abandon you guys listening through this channel either so um like the thing about TikTok is it's not just a thing it's not just an app the way that TikTok has you consume this sort of stuff and has the availability for this stuff and creates the community for this kind of stuff I think is absolutely revolutionary the way that paganism and witchcraft and all this other stuff is looked at. Um, well, I think because it's revolutionizing of the, the ability it. for it to spread. In so far as I think if you were to give it a biological comparison, uh, TikTok is the perfect petri dish for consciousness altering ideas. Absolutely. Simply because it is warm and it is nutrient dense. And and by that, what I mean is it is warm in that you're not consuming a 25 minute video. I'm not asking you to sit here for 45 minutes and listen to my stupid face, explain to you what Odin is. I mean, but kind of. I mean, I'm asking you to do that. Please do that for obvious, (laughs) right? But not on TikTok. But not on TikTok. On TikTok, it's three minutes or less. And again, that's that, that's that, 
that that I know I know the term sounds bad, but that's that toilet article thing. It's that's bite size. That's that bite size. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's that's bite size thing. That may, that means that every time you have five minutes break at work, you can go you you can go scroll, hear a little bit about it, put it down, walk away. The benefit of that is that when you're when you're doom scrolling, not great for your mental health. But when you're not doom scrolling, when you're simply taking some of it in little bits of, of information like that in you're doing the same thing that like speed reading does yeah all right where you're consuming three minutes maybe you maybe you consume nine of them or five of them or whatever you're consuming a small amount of a vast data pool and then you're given a little bit of time because you know, you got to do some other shit you're given a little bit of time to process it and then you're back in and you're out and you're back in and you're out and you're back in. And I mean, this is like literally the thing that they tell you to do when you're learning a new language. This is yeah. the thing that they tell you to do when you're learning maths or you're learning, you know, like in school when you're doing homework. Like you should be doing like buy to homework, take a break, buy to homework, take a break. You're going to learn faster. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't so think so that I, think it's... That, I think that the warmth of TikTok is the fact that you're consuming very nutrient dense, very like high concept shit in tiny little bites that are giving you a period of time to like, to think back on. And because you're, unless you're like on hashtag witch talk only, which I don't even know that you would be able to successfully do well on TikTok. But you know, you're gonna be like somebody saying some shit that just that just like rocked my very consciousness. And then that's a dancing person. And then like, that's a funny guy. And then I mean, that's, that's like- very that's like much a thing. our experience right. well, on but, TikTok. See, but that's the thing though, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I hear this thing that requires like a lot of like, like top of brain, big thought energy. And then I have like some nice entertainment. Well, while that entertainment's playing, even though I might not be consciously and actively thinking about it, in the back of my head, I just listened to 15 minutes of Alan Watts and I'm like a little shook and might need to sit down yeah. <laughs> about well, it. I, I, think, you know? I think in short, TikTok really gives availability. Uh, accessibility well, see, that's, yeah, to that's the, the other. That's the other right? bit, is that but it's everywhere. But I think that the other part of the rise of paganism, which sounds like really fun to just say, is I think that there's a lot of people who are looking to replace outdated structures in their life that they have just been doing because they thought that they were supposed to, or that's what their family did, yeah. or that's where they lived, and that was the thing, or that's what most people do, with something that is more authentic and that means something more to them. Yeah. And that's something that's really very interesting about paganism and I have a um, we have a friend who has a YouTube channel also and she also works with Aphrodite and Aphrodite is my pagan goddess is my patron goddess she's also my pagan goddess um, but uh, in talking with her about things that she does for Aphrodite and things that I do we both have very different ways of interacting with this deity energy and you know we often talk about how John and I have differences in the way that we worship so that's just the yeah, two we, of I mean, that's, we practice, like, that's just a sample size of three very people. Different stuff. But I think what paganism really allows is that you have this ability to sort of customize your, your you have the ability to build your own bear yeah. um, in, in yeah. a way well, that is so much different from what you can do with Christianity. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's where like big Christianity where, where, pag where paganism succeeds. I think it's where paganism 
has the most potential to succeed, right? Because we, you know, we've talked about if you've if you've listened to our podcast before, we've done episodes on like toxic internet witchcraft, and we've talked about like gatekeeping and things like that. And so, like again, there's always going to be like bad agents in like in the matrix, for lack of better yeah. words. Uh, but I I think where where paganism has a higher likelihood to succeed and be found like attractive to an audience especially an audience of uncertainty is that even though there are bad agents and even though there is gatekeeping a large proportion of paganism is a direct reaction to like that overclamping of 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 like freedom Right. Yeah. Because in paganism, not in all paganism, obviously, but in a lot of it, uh, you're seeing that I'm saying a thing and then you you swipe up to the next TikTok video. And now she's saying a thing. And I said some different shit than what she said about some different shit. But both of us are saying, hey, you live your best life. You try your hardest. You're doing a good job. And there are no wrong answers about it. Right. And and to a lot of people, that is a profound difference. I don't think paganism is succeeding on the back of Christianity failing. I think. Oh, absolutely not. I I think that that is the misinterpretation that people want to have an answer to, because then it, then it, it's 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 the baseball team thing. It's the football team thing, right? My team is losing and your team is winning or your team is winning and my team is losing. And what I think that that the reason why paganism is succeeding in the manner in which it's succeeding is because if you are in a family, uh, in a Christian family that does not have support for or support you in your personal practice as a pagan, paganism isn't telling you to disagree with your family. Paganism is telling you that you're a good person and you are doing the right thing and you are trying and you are learning and that if you approach these things with good energy and with love and intention and 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 the belief that you know you can kind of learn from all of the things regardless of where that is then like that's good and you're doing the right thing. And I think that broad stroke acceptance, the ability to be like, oh, are you different than me? That's okay. That statement, are you different than me? That's okay. Like put that shit in quotes, is the reason why paganism is succeeding and growing. This does not mean that you cannot be pagan and also Christian or some form of Christian paganism, a thing or that has existed in history. Christian or and Jewish, interested in this or, or, stuff. Or, yeah, or, you know, exactly. I, I think it's because paganism is, is more accepting of being different. And I think that in a world where we are fed bite-sized, one-minute to three-minute segments of vast knowledge... It's easier for us to observe difference. Yes. From the oneness well, that is all people. And, and and I think that conceptually, right, the ideas that, like, Christianity teaches, none of them are technically wrong. The interpretations may be wrong, right, and, and or, or misled or being used for a negative light or something like that. But, like, you're not, or at least for the most part, Right. You're not joining some sort of pagan belief structure or you're not beginning to explore your own pagan belief structure with the backbone of 
all of these people are wrong. That is not at all how that works. And if you are starting that, you're generally coming into it in a toxic place and you're, it's not going to be a thing that you're into anyway, right? But the fact that paganism is accepting and for a lot of people, the thing that they left was less accepting. Not always necessarily less accepting of their shit either. Sometimes it's yeah. just like, like, like I'm not feeling not accepted by the church, but I'm seeing people that I care about or that I, I vibe with or, or whatever, or even just outsiders that like, I don't understand why you're hating on those people, but they're being hated on. Well, in a world where there's another answer, but that answer is cool with these people being different, like obviously you know it's that be the water thing like the water's gonna flow to the easiest direction yeah it makes more sense that way i think that paganism doesn't succeed in the lacking of like judeo-christian monotheism i think that it succeeds because it represents a thing that a lot of the structures of that modernly don't support yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, I mean, like, I know that I was like a very roundabout ass way to say that, but like, it's one of those things I think about this very often because I was I was born and raised Catholic, um, and like I still enjoy Catholic Church to be perfectly honest with you. Um, uh, there, are, you know, like I like Stations of the Cross, I like Midnight Mass. We, we've talked about this if you listen to the podcast. Um, but like from my perspective, and I think one of the reasons why we work together so well, practicing just insanely different things. <laughs> Just so different, right? I mean, we could do a whole episode, like a whole full-length podcast episode just on the differences between the way that we practice. Um, but uh, I think it's because, like, all right, you've got to practice your way, and you're going to practice your way, and I'm going to practice my way. And I, who, what, why, why do we got to fight about it, yeah. right? Like, if if I'm do if we're doing a blot and we do this, like, for our rituals, when we do, like, blots with the fam and the friends and such, is like, hey, okay, we're going to have, like, food and we're going to do this ritual and we're going to do whatever. And if, like, that's not your cup of tea, shut up. Everybody else being quiet, you also be quiet, right? If we're doing a thing and you're you're putting stuff in the bonfire to, you know, like, we generally have, like, a, oh, we got, like, leaves that you could write on, you know, and then put it in the bonfire so that way you're, like, releasing the energy of some negative thing that you're trying to release, a thing that we've done before, right? Yeah. If you want to participate, participate. If you don't want to participate, also gangster. If you brought some different shit to burn because that's the different shit to burn, so long as it's not, like, toxic or whatever. But, like, all of our people know not to burn toxic stuff for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, because we're all adults. Yeah. Uh, but, like, 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 if you're like, oh, I'm not doing, like, leaves and writing, but I got, like, a wreath that I made whenever, like, I put a little bit extra in every time that I was feeling a shenan. Yeah, or, like, a letter I'm gonna that burn I wrote. It, or a letter that I wrote, or whatever. That's also fine. Fire is fire. The ritual is peacefulness and togetherness. And the way that we interpret and practice within those spaces and physical things doesn't have to be the same for us to be able to join together and understand that people are different, right? I mean, there's food that you like and food that you don't like and food that I don't like and all the different vices and verses of that. And that's fine. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's like the big 
draw in paganism. I, I think, think that's, that's the reason a why. Really great way to explain it is if you think about it like a restaurant. Like you yeah. think about sort of like you can be even five back guys, in the sixties. Like, you know, no the only thing that you had like is I'm not saying back in the sixties. The only thing you had was American diner food. But like if, speaking of it, it's not true, it yeah. yeah. Speaking speaking <laughs> of it from like a a, a spiritual context, like back in the sixties. You didn't, you know, all you really had was diner food. All you really had was this, like, standard, standard spiritual thing, right? And then you had some, like, fringe restaurants that you could go to. But, like, there were less of them. They were farther away. It's harder to find. Um, and and really, like, paganism is kind of like a buffet where there's, like, a bit of everything. You want diner food? Great. You want some egg rolls? Great. You want some barbecue chicken? Great. Like, it's all kind of, like, think of it like a buffet where there's so much and you can load your plate with anything that you want from any place that you want yeah. well, I, and you're not tied I, pagan, to a very paganism specific is the, is the restaurant thing. portion of the yellow pages where you can you can partake in whichever food you want and it's going to tell you the distance the amount of work it's going to take you to get to that food right but you can have any food if you want if you want sushi and the nearest sushi place is three towns over and it's going to take you an hour and a half to get there. If you want sushi, you're going to drive that hour and a half to get there. Right? And the, and and you can you can sit in a silent car like a crazy person and and, and drive angrily all the way there cuz it's going to take you an hour and a half to get there or you can drive in a car and have fun with your friends and family and sing and and listen to music or listen to your audiobook or whatever and enjoy the process of getting to the food that you want to eat right i think that witch talk is exactly that buffet yeah. i think witch talk is that like that like uh, Las Vegas buffet where that row is Chinese food and that row is American food and that row is Japanese food and that row is just like 12 dudes with knives cutting up every form of meat you ever seen in your whole ass life and a few that you do not know what it is, but it was mad tasty. So you got to take yeah. a picture of that card at the buffet line. And right? also, maybe and, and, there's and, and, something and, and, you absolutely you know? hate. Yeah. Like well, maybe that buffet done got banana sushi, a thing that just sounds horrific to that's me. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. That's like, or like, sushi made entirely or like banana. banana cream pie. Also, not a fan. Not into it. Not yeah, literally not a fan. A fan of the banana not cream at all. Pie. I yeah. don't want banana flavored yeah. things. And like for me, that's banana like fantastic. Yeah, She's wrong. No, okay. I don't want banana flavored oh. things. No, <laughs> um, not ever. Uh, so like, it's kind of like that. So it's like, yes, you can find all kinds of really amazing and cool things, but you also might find some stuff that you don't like. Yeah. Um, and, and that's fine. That's because fine. it's a three minute bite on Witch Talk that you just scroll past. And if you scroll past, if if you hear it. And you're like, I'm not into this. And you scroll past it. The next time it comes up, you're going to scroll past it a little bit faster. And the feedback loop of the algorithm, and the algorithm isn't like this big, hyper-intelligent, manipulative thing. Guys, it, it, it is, though. But it is. It is only because <laughs> you are not reacting to the algorithm in the same way that you would react to those situations in real life. Right? If, if a video comes up and you don't want that shit, you scroll past it. Don't wait. Don't you interact. scroll past it. Don't interact. You scroll past it. And then the next time something similar comes up, you scroll past it even faster. The algorithm only cares about like a few inputs and a few outputs. It is not that complex. We watched that whole thing about how the AI thing is like kind of a hoax. As a and it's a whole thing, dude. Who works in social it's a whole media, thing. Like, it only yeah. seems complex because we want to allow it to seem complex because that's kind of the way that we're told that it needs to be treated. I mean, but that's kind right? of how it is. Yeah. 
I am someone who does social media for a nine to five job. My algorithm only feeds me solid gold oldies, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Well, that's because you've got the inside track, and that's me to tell you how to handle that. Uh, So, (laughs) I mean, maybe I was from the internet, guys. I'm in the Matrix. So, anyway, he was older. Is paganism on the rise? I think yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and and it's going to continue to be on the rise, especially as, um. A lot of organized stuff continues to do not smart moves from a business standpoint. Because there's sort of two ways to look at any religion. There's the, like, faith, practice, beliefs, tenets, and, uh, like, communities and cultures around it. And then there's the business of religion. Uh, They're separate things. Um, In my mind, I think about them as very distinctly separate things. Uh, And the business of religion in a lot of the larger organized monotheistic forms, the like big tentpole, like stone monolith type religions, they're not adapting to reasonable shit as fast. Yeah. And that's going to cause them to simply not as grow, not to, not to as grow as fast, Jesus, not to grow as fast. Well, and we're also finding out that, I mean, not like necessarily recently, but in the grand scheme of things recently, we're also finding out that a lot of these longstanding institutions have some pretty nefarious things associated with them. And that goes beyond like the big M word um, that's associated with the Catholic church. There's other things that are dark about a variety of different organized religions. And I think that that's another thing that is driving. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that's driving the, 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 the curiosity for people to learn more about paganism. So yeah. Or just otherness. I mean, and it does your is your otherness personal and private and quiet? That's fine. Is your otherness loud and structured and occult? Also fine. Also fine. I mean, right? Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> Unless it's like a shitty one. Uh, okay. Let me tell you the secret to paganism right now. Wow. Before we end this, uh, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Honestly, that's not even paganism. You want to be good Christian? Don't be an asshole. You want to be good any other religion? any other faith, any other practice or an agnostic or 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 uh like non-believing person and you still want to be a good person, don't be an asshole. The secret to life is so simple. Don't be an asshole. It's very easy. When asshole shit comes up, don't be that shit. It's it's that easy, right? The problem is, you got a lot of assholes around right now. So I don't I don't know what to do about that. I'm not in charge of that. Okay, well that's a weird right? end. Don't so. don't be an asshole. That's that's why paganism's on the rise, guys. Less assholes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guess. kind of right. Yeah. Think about it. Put that <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke it or whatever the saying is. Uh, <laughs> whatever, man. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, either way, because we're just I'm gonna keep talking if 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 this continues to go on. Either way, I have been John Norgrove. He's this still gonna be Julie talking. Norgrove. We're gonna talk about this after it's the just camera after turns the off. The Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's only her problem, guys. Count yourself Shh, lucky. It's okay. It's just for it's her. It's all right, guys. I'm yeah. taking one for the team. Yeah, that's it's more than one. More than one. Uh, 
this has been the horn and cauldron podcast, podcast. pub chat edition because of the drinking and the chillness. So uh, it doesn't change whether it is the pub chat or not. That does not change. Uh, that's yeah. fair. Uh, we hope to see you guys again. Uh, don't forget to like this go, video. Do, do the before we go. Yeah, part. before we go, thank you to our patrons, Alan, <laughs> Miranda, Alexa, Helena, and somewhere for helping us do the thing that we do and better every time. Yeah, you guys are we awesome. We could not do this without you. Yeah. And don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, yeah. comment on our social. All the stuff's in the thing the below things. or to the side or to the other um, side or above me. You know, let's let's make this a little community, guys. Yeah, yeah. And don't be an asshole. <laughs> and don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. Yeah.